Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a social security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, and today I am pleased to be joined in studio by Paul Clemente of Karate Sleepover. They have a lot of great things going on in the area. Reverse Roast at the Beer Snob, Saturday, August 27th. At 8 o'clock, we're going to talk about the reverse roast, get into really what Karate Sleepover is, what they got going on in the area, and school you all in on uh, all this with Paul. (laughs) Paul, how are you, man? Oh, man. I love how you pronounce Karate Sleepover with an exclamation point. (laughs) I did. Like karate sleepover. I really, did. I really like that. Thank you so much. You didn't know it was in there. I know I'm, I'm, maybe I you named it, it but yeah. there is an exclamation point, whether you know it or not. It's I heard name. it, and it was great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to meet you. I, ju- I just met you, so I'm excited to meet you and talk about the reverse roast that's happening at the Beer Snob. Um, I guess I'll just start by why I'm doing it. You um, do it. Everyone says, you know what, Paul? You know what you should do? You know what you should do, Paul? You should do a roast. And I said, no, thank you. I've done <laughs> roast before. And guess what? Nobody knows who I am. If I, not even here. If I go to Erie, I did a roast in Erie. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who I am out there. So they're just being mean to each other. <laughs> You know, they go out there and they're like, Paul's fat and he sucks and he smells bad and his wife is dumb. And then that's the only thing that you know about Paul and Erie. You know, it doesn't make sense. So I guess what I wanted to do was something a little bit different than stand up. We've done almost 111 shows since September or since April of 2017. I just did the math. Um, We've performed in 55 different venues We've booked over 155 different local comedians since 2017. So I'm looking to mix it up a little bit. And so I wanted to do something. I was talking with my friend Gab Benesso out of Pittsburgh. She's one of Pittsburgh's most premier comedians. Uh, Won a ton of awards. She just put out her second album. Just magnificent person. So we thought, what could we do differently? So we wanted to do a reverse roast where people say nice things about each other. I like that. Mm -hmm. I really... I mean, like you were saying too, about like the, you know, going to Erie, going to other places is true. I never thought of that. If you go to a roast and you don't know those people on stage, hey, you're going to leave not thinking the best of them. No. It's not really the best. You're just watching adults bully each other. And then you (laughs) pay $10 to do it. Why? It makes no sense to me. Yes, you can roast a celebrity because everyone knows about them. They know they've had three wives. They know they're promiscuous. They know they drink. Whatever. That's inside knowledge that we all have. But if you're just bullying another adult (laughs) on stage... That's not for me. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what to say about it. it. So I decided to change it up a little bit. 
I guess it kind of goes into, and I was I was thinking this about a, a little bit, like when uh, you know, just kind of getting ready for having you in here, like trying to figure out because I almost feel like a reverse roast with all of that. It may be harder. I think it actually might be harder to try to shower the person with compliments mm. than just tear them apart. You know what I mean? It's it seems like it. You probably already know if it is or isn't, but. I was really kind of thinking a lot about this earlier. I mean, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Sure. I guess people can't see me nodding <laughs> emphatically. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um, it was a great challenge for the comedians. I, I handpicked the people I reached out and I picked the people I thought would do great at it. Um, it does involve a little bit of extra writing, um, but they're all kind of little behind the scenes thing. They're all talking and they're getting to know each other. And guess what? They ended up being friends. They're like, I I need to know some nice things about you. You're like, Oh cool. I like dogs too. I like lo-fi. I like the color yellow. I like shoes, those types of things, you know? And then they're like, cool. Now we're friends. So I made friends. So even if, even if no one shows up, friends were made, everyone was happy. I love uh, the concept is really neat. I mean, it's very, uh, I mean, you know, roasts, I feel like, have, I mean, they've been around a long time, but they've gotten very popular, you know, in recent years. And I, I like the idea of just kind of flipping the whole script on its head. It's going to be presented, though, in regular roast style. Okay. Like, I'm going to emcee the show. Mm. Um, I'm going to act like a complete maniac. Usually I'm pretty low-key and, and friendly, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step it up. We have all kinds of other things going on. We have Kip Reynolds, who's going to do a little bit of uh, music for the intermission. Oh, nice. There's three rounds of competition. Um, there's going to be free hugs. I have two nice. people that have volunteered to give out consensual hugs to whomever wants one. I like that. Um, a cupcake Baking Company is donating cupcakes. So you have hugs, cupcakes, <laughs> positive roast. Um, and the beer snob was nice enough to offer up a $200 cash prize for the winner. Ooh, this is going to be a good, it's the feel good roast of the year. Exactly. And every, everyone wins. Everyone wins. It's, it's going to, well, not everyone wins. There will be one winner for sure. After three rounds. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's going to be voted on by the audience as well with the uh, very patented applause meter. I'm sure you've seen it before on TV where you do one of these guys, Okay. I like that. I, you guys can't see that for radio. I'm, I Use your imagination. It. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I wanna, I wanna get into it. I know you were, we were talking a minute ago. Like, I mean, how many shows you've booked since uh, 2017? You said is that the year Karate Sleepover started? Mm-hmm. July of 2017. Wow, so you just passed your five year anniversary then yeah, last that's, month. Yeah, that's wow. right. I didn't even think about that. You didn't. Think, yeah, half yeah. a decade. You've been You're the this. first person to mention that to you've me. Been so thank you. Been doing this half a decade now. <laughs> How does it feel? It still feels like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we've gone through several iterations of Cry Sleepover. There have been members that have... We, we were once a collective of five comedians. Oh, okay. And then we would book shows as like... You would book us as like a package. You would book Karate Sleepover. We'd do the whole show for you. We'd bring all of our equipment. So you just say yes to comedy and pay us money. And we would do everything else. Nice. And now it's it's unfortunately just me, but at least I, I everything... The funnel goes through me. It's a lot of hard work, but I really like doing it. I want to. I actually do want to talk about that for a minute too, because I know before. Uh, I mean, before we got on the mics, we were talking a little bit. Like, yeah, what you do behind the scenes, because you mm-hmm. basically like you do everything, right? It sounds like you kind yeah. of like. So, I mean, that that's always kind of interesting to me. The behind the scenes part, mm-hmm. like what kind of goes into putting together a comedy show. I mean, the reverse, the reverse mm-hmm. roast, but I mean, even just in general, like typically, what's the behind the scenes for putting together, you know, a karate sleepover comedy show? Sure, it happens pretty quickly because of my, you know diagnosed mental illnesses. <laughs> um, I get a spark. I want to do something. I try and do something every month in town because 
this is something cool to do. I like yeah. doing this. I like giving it to the people. And I guess I just reach out to people that I think would fit whatever theme of the show I want. And it comes from number one, if you're going to do anything like this in Jamestown, my number one advice is don't be a piece of trash. No one will want to work with you. Or they'll work with you once, but they'll never work with you twice. So be nice. You know, be nice to people. Treat them with respect. Um, be nice to the community. Like, I, I do a lot on my own, but also the community supports me so much. Like, five minutes before I came here, I saw Mickey Gertz outside nice. uh, from Whirlybird. And it's like, I, I walk down in Jamestown, I see someone I know, and it's part of the community, and everyone's so great down here. So I do a lot on my own from, like, booking to the marketing. I'm outside taping posters to the lampposts, which I found out I'm not allowed to do, and I had to apologize <laughs> to the city for. And it was handled very nicely. They, I mean, that's what speaks to Jameson on their volumes. They, they contacted me instead of like yelling at me. They're like, hey, Paul, what's up? You can't do that. And I'm like, I'm real sorry. Oh, it's like, much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm like, that's cool. I'm sorry. And they're like, let us help you in other ways. And I said, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of on my own for now. I just really put a lot of faith in the community for showing up and a lot of faith in all our friends for help. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. It sounds like in the five years, like it's, it's developed maybe even more than it, than it was in the beginning. Like what was your, I guess, like when you're getting karate sleepover together, like what was the original, you know, from now to like back when you were getting this together, like what mm -hmm. was the idea for what karate sleepover was going to be? Sure. At first, Karate Sleepover was, in my head, was more like a sketch troupe mm -hmm. of like five like-minded comedians. We all met at the queue when it was open oh, at nice. an open mic. And we all joined. And then at one point, uh, another member joined. So we had six members. And then another member joined. We had seven. And then three dropped out. And it just life happens. You know, people are growing up and evolving, oh, finding out it's not for them, mm -hmm. finding out they want to go in different avenues, thinking I'm, you know, a crazy person, which I am. <laughs> um, but as what it's evolved to is more or less like a like a production more uh i barely book myself because i realized over five years i'm not that funny so i'd rather put people that are more funny you surround yourself with better people and you kind of push them out there so it's kind of turned from me wanting to do more on stage stuff to me more behind the scenes and liking the process of booking a show and watching something I put together with all the humans I put together and, and hearing people laugh and saying like, man, that was a good time. Um, and that's, that's what I like out of it. That's what I get out of it. So more like I went from like a sketch troupe wanting to do all the time in the world and having these delusions of grandeur of moving to the big city to, you know, just producing stuff for or Jamestown. Like I don't branch out much. I want to build it here. Yeah. I'd love to hand everything off to like some weird 22 year old kid out of JCC and say like, here's everything you need take it and run and then i can just stay at home for the rest of my life <laughs> you're needed though i feel like there's a you know i mean again like you're bringing that all you know you bring comedy to jamestown and in many different ways too i mean you know the reverse roast i you know we we're talking before i saw your whirly bird with the open mic last uh i guess two no last week last week okay yeah. i was trying to do the math there last week and uh yeah, I mean, you're just doing uh, you're doing so much with it. So I mean, that's in, that's important. Like before Karate Sleepover, had you done anything? Had you been in any troops? Had you done had you done anything similar to that? Or I mean, was mm -hmm. Karate Sleepover your first time doing something like that? I've always been looking for attention <laughs> <laughs> since like 2010. Um, I had a blog with my brother called Constructs Nunchucks, and we just put. It was like early blog days, so it was just like nice. whatever kind of nonsense is out there. We had a web show called Lobster Lobby, uh, where we talked about lobsters, 
It, it was really strange, and it was like three seasons long, and we have something like 96 episodes. Of, and Andrew W.K. was on it once. Oh, nice. It was really bizarre. And then once I moved here and my kids got a little older, they didn't need me as much, I started with a group called Nameless Comedy that was formed in Jamestown around 2016, at least that was an, I was aware of them. And uh, we did improv shows at Comic-Cons. Oh, nice. And I was like, man, I really like this. I like the attention. I love doing improv. Uh, I like the people with me. But that group kind of dissolved, and um, I wanted more attention. So I got hooked up with Aspire at Chautauqua's Got Talent. I was like the evil judge for the year. And no one's ever saw me, heard of me, knew who I was. It was like, it's one of my first things I ever did in Jamestown. So like, this guy's just a jerk. (laughs) So I had to go around for years just repair because I was like, I thought everyone was in on the show and they're like, all right, be a big jerk. And I'm telling kids to like pick up a broom. Like if they ever sent you to a recording studio, they'd hand you a broom, <laughs> stuff like that. And <laughs> Paul Clemente, dream crusher. I know. And I had to apologize. I had to legit apo- apologize to one of my friends uh, because I hurt his daughter's feelings. Oh, gee. I. <laughs> And I was well, like, you, you're playing the role. Yeah. You yeah. did good, obviously. And I thought everyone was in on the joke, like pro wrestling or something, like wink, wink. But, you know, but I liked it. And once people, I'm not saying it was a disaster or anything, it was a lot of fun. It was one of the funnest things I've ever done. But that's kind of like, I was like, oh man, I like this. And then after that, um, I started the open mic at the queue. I didn't start it, I went to the open mic at the queue. And I was like, man, I like this too. And then I did a couple weeks and I was like, I'm going to do this more. How do I do this more? And then I just started booking shows. Uh, Justin Lindell at the queue at the time was so accommodating and gave me my first break and just kind of opened his doors for me and said, like, do whatever you want, man. Oh, nice. And we did a show, uh, 2017 Lucy Fest, and it sold out. It was great. And there was a, it was a lot of fun, and we've come a long way, But it was, and that's where it started. And I was like, cool, I want to do this all the time. That's really neat. It's neat to hear how it's kind of progressed and, and went through its different like phases and stuff the last five years. And I'm sure you're just getting started. I mean, you know, see what happens the next five years. See what it see what it transforms into. You know, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where the future goes. Um, like we just need more people to show up to things. Um, I think people are kind of poking their heads out from COVID. I'm kind of getting the vibe that people are kind of, you know, more comfortable with being out. Maybe more comfortable being around crowds responsibly. Um, so we definitely need community involvement and that's, that's why I'm here. I'm not saying they're not, people are coming out and people are enjoying it. And the people that do come out, thank you so much for coming. Um, but yeah, community involvement and the more the community wants it, the more I'll give. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, more people, I mean, come on out. It's comedy. Like you were saying, I mean, you're, you're here kind of getting this all around and making sure that we basically have comedy like on a monthly basis, if not more frequently around, Mm -hmm. you know, around town, which is a nice, quite a nice thing. Besides the, uh, you know, the reverse roast, I mean, what else does uh, Karate Sleepover have coming up? You know, what do you have going on? And also you, I don't know if you have anything else outside of Karate Sleepover, but I mean, what do you got going on the rest of the year? Well, I say yes to everything. (laughs) So if anyone asks me for help or volunteer or anything, I've put myself in such weird positions just saying, yeah, let's try it. Um, the 26th, I'm actually going to be a a guest judge at the sixth annual Mark Pacheco lip sync battle. Uh, which is an awesome fundraiser in which uh, performers will lip sync to songs and whomever raises the most money wins the grand prize and then they donate it to the Mark Pacheco Fund, which is giving people with special needs like an opportunity to do something they probably wouldn't do, like Bill's tickets or wrestling tickets or something for them. So that's a lot of... I, I'll tell you what, if you guys haven't been to there, I know I'm asking a lot of you going out the 26th and the 27th, 
there's no more fun party than this. I've done this four years in a row and it is bonkers. It is bonkers. It's whatever you think it is. It is times 10. There's money being thrown everywhere. People (laughs) screaming. There's uh, just drinks getting not thrown, but just drinks everywhere. Everyone having a great time. It's such a great vibe. Uh, The reverse roast will be such a great time. Uh, A little more low key than that. If you're looking for like a little come down, um, but I guess the next big thing that's coming up is I'm starting on September 15th. I'm starting back up the lab, uh, comedy open mic, nice, nice. which at the time it went for three years. We never missed. I think we missed like two weeks cause of weather. That's it. Like Jeez. we were pretty good about it. Uh, but we're bringing it back cause I need some practice and we need some new blood. So if you're out there and you're thinking you saw a show and you're like, I can do this, please come on up, show me. That's not even facetious. I will help you. I want local comedians. I want people to try it. If it's on your bucket list, come down and do it. If you're like, I don't know how, come talk to me. I'll help you. It's easier than you think. If you were like, yeah, like you're trying to get a comedy, that's probably, is that the first step you'd say doing like open mic? Is that probably the first mm-hmm. thing you go for? Yeah, a lot of people think open mics are shows. They're not. It's batting practice for comedians. Uh, if you ever wanted to do it, you can go up with a piece of paper and read off a piece of paper. Guess what? You can make a mistake and go back and redo it. That's what it's for. Yeah. And the environment I try and cultivate, it's, it's, um, it's a free-to-fail environment. You go up there, and you're like, I'm not any good. No one's going to laugh. Guess what? No one laughs at an open mic. They're inherently terrible, and you just enjoy the gems. People will come in from out of town. We've had national comedians come in and do time oh, just because nice. they're in the area. And so you'll get a treat every once in a while, and then a lot of local guys will come from Buffalo, from Erie, from Rochester, from Albany, from New York City. We've had from Pittsburgh, wow. uh, either because they know me or they're doing another show because we're right in between Buffalo and Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So we're a good loop. So you see quality comedy at these things sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, I last uh, last week, I mean, you had some great comedians coming in from, uh, you know, I think there's like a local one, a lot of like Buffalo and stuff. And it was great mm-hmm. to, it was great to see them all. Cause again, like in, in, you know, doing that open mic and mm-hmm. when you get that and it's like, people know of that open mic, you probably will get all these different people coming in. It's like, yeah, we know that open mic in Jamestown mm-hmm. passing through Let like, let's stop. Let's go, you know, either perform or watch or, you know, whatever that sounds, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then when, uh, what days did you say? Is there like a specific day each week for that? It'll be Thursday. Thursdays? Um, which I know goes up against third Thursday, but sometimes people spill out from third Thursday and you're looking for something to do between there and karaoke at Forte. Come to the open mic. Literally a corner. Or yeah. I mean like an L. Make an L Have shape. a coffee. Because some of these guys, like the, the comedians I booked, they're opening for like big acts. All of them. Um, we had Colin Chamberlain in last month. He was in Caroline's. He goes to new york city he put out an album you guys could have saw him for ten dollars if you missed him sorry for you like yeah we get good comedy here and uh i wish more people saw it i mean i always wish more people for everything yeah and uh definitely the people that do support it i'm very grateful but we get good it's good quality at some of the shows so you're if you're not coming you're missing out for those people not there and maybe they uh maybe they don't know Maybe this is their, like, maybe they're learning about it now. Or maybe they're just now seeing the errors of their ways and that they now mm-hmm. need to start going to these. I forgive you. 
yeah, Paul forgives you. <laughs> where where do we uh, you know where do we go online? Where can we find mm-hmm. more info? Where do we find you know the shows? Where do we find you online? Sure. Like, where do we find all things karate sleepover and find more stuff on the reverse roast and everything else you have going on? And the yeah, open mic. Perfect. Uh, I try and keep everything to karate sleepover on Facebook, uh, karate sleepover.com, which I just redid. I don't have any updates on there quite yet. Um, yeah, Karate Sleepover, I do a lot on social media to try and get things out. Um, also, I'm starting something this month called The Paul Show, which is just my project, which shows updates. It's a show for me nice. only. Um, so don't even ask about it. It's for me. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to enjoy it. And um, yeah, I'll update on that if you want to watch it, but it is for me. Um, yeah, on Karate Sleepover on everything, and we I post everywhere, or just stop by or talk to me paul clemente just just reach out i'm fine find paul yeah just find find me just find me hit me up on facebook that's kind of how i keep track of all my stuff and ask a lot of questions say hey i want to do comedy i don't know where to start sure i'll meet you anywhere not anywhere but most places (laughs) (laughs) this guy will help you i'll help you i'm here i i want local comedians um it's great having all these people from buffalo but sometimes it snows and sometimes it's hard to get people out here you know it'd be great to have you want more the mix. local you guys. want yeah. you want local in the guys up sure the road. yeah want... i want homegrown talent yes. too so if you're if you're young and you're under 40 <laughs> please come out we need more people that are less like me doing comedy <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Is there, uh, you know, as we close this up, anything else we should let the people know? Anything we uh, missed or didn't didn't get to? I think we covered a lot. I was really happy for all the time that you gave me. Um, but just support local, man. Just everything. If you have a shot, support local. Kind of keep your ear to the ground. Everyone's doing such neat things around here. I mean, Worldly Bird was transcendent. Oh, that was a good time. Very um, good time. I was there from like Wednesday to Saturday, which is like an eternity for me. And I had such a great time. <laughs> like th- cool things are happening again. And I'm, I feel we were on the cusp of a renaissance and then COVID happened. But now we're coming back and I can't wait for it. And I hope I can be a small part of it. That is awesome. That is awesome. So you've been listening to me, Anthony Merchant, talking to Paul Clemente of Karate Sleepover. There we go. There's that exclamation point again right here on Arts on Fire.